So what's going on? Oh, hmm. As opposed to every other time we've spoken at this point. I know. Literally nothing. Literally, <laughs> absolutely nothing. Right, exactly. I will say I had to carry Hugo's princess ass home from a walk today because he thinks Aww. he can go so far and he tries to. We actually didn't go that far today. And he's just stopped and sat down and stared at me. And I was like, yes, that means you're done. <laughs> so I picked him up and walked the three minutes home. So mm. I was like, oh, yeah. hi, Hugo. <laughs> yeah. Well, then he well. tried to go. He wanted to go outside in the backyard. And I'm like, well, that freaking turd. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just going to die on on the floor. It's fine. <laughs> He's, he's, you know, he knows his limits and he was like, no, this is it. You know, I think he could have made it home if we're being honest. Um, (laughs) I think he just is a princess and lives his princess life. And sure, that's what he does. He's currently wrapped up um, in a purple Afghan throw that my grandma used to have that I now because, you know, I I like it have my grandma close to me and yeah. curled up in that and it's hitting him on the neck so at the point where it looks like he's got like um one of those fluffy collars on you know like <laughs> like, like yeah uh 16th century like fluffy coffee yeah things yeah it's the coffee filter yeah. yeah it's pretty hysterical um if, mm. if i do say so it's pretty pretty obvious so that's i mean that is about the height of of mm. excitement that it is yeah. getting over here so everyone i yeah. know that was a lot everyone brace yourself try not to be too jealous because that yeah where we're at right now we're gonna i'm gonna do a driveway brunch situation with friends there you go there you go we each, you know we each sit in our own chairs in the driveway yeah with our own beverages and our own snacks <laughs> yeah, I'm starting. I mean, now, like, it's getting, you know, the phase is going, like, we're in a weird part of the phase two, and things are happening again. And I have, like, yeah. my core people that, like, I've been around and have been around no one else, like, they've been around no one else, like, that kind of thing. And so it's like, I try to abide my time between them and it's like well one of my friends she's pregnant and um she's actually gonna give birth pretty soon um and so I know she's being safe so it's like (laughs) the pregnant lady and the one with arthritis are like solid (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah you know and that's about as far as I go Like I said, uh, Linda just out there gallivanting all over the world all over God's creation my goodness. Yeah. Get your shit together, yeah. Linda. She's listening, so I'm making it more dramatic, but no. <laughs> she's, she's one of our two fans. Um, so. Yeah, exactly. Her and, yeah. Her and Katie, shout out Katie. <laughs> yeah. I had to, you know, we had to decide if Owen um, was going to go back to school, you know. Do we have a, a couple, couple of days a week or just strictly online? And we decided to do it all online yeah, yeah at least for the first quarter and now I'm like but that was is that the right decision I don't know it's just like there's no good options for anyone right know. now and it's like I'm starting to kind of get sick of myself like mm-hmm. you know, if you're like totally. really bored and like as a single you know younger female who like you know would like to get married and have a family and stuff it's like I, I think how is anyone gonna put up with me for this, I'm getting, I'm annoying myself. Like, I don't know how well, I'm going to find anyone that's going to be willing but, to deal with me on a daily basis. As No, but in normal times, you're not, like, trapped in a trail. hole with someone. Like, you can go other places and, like, do things independently, you know? So Still have some air of mystery involved. Right now, we're just all on top of one another, and it's... I feel- also sharing more with people like like the stuff that you wouldn't normally tell people like about like 
this weird thing you thought while brushing your teeth or like, like I like there, I have no more like limitations on things I say to people. And I always do the thing where I like preface it with, this is going to be TMI. So prepare yourself instead of asking, are you okay? If I share something with you, just like brace yourself, this is happening. (laughs) I mean, it's extreme times, so Things it's fine. Are, shit's getting, shit's been real. Not getting real. It's it's been real, and you know, it's it's just insane. It's insane. I know, I know, and it's you know, I don't know. Same thing every single day. Nothing changed. Oh, <laughs> it's just like God, I know. <clears throat> I know. I know. I sit well now, so I have like my desk, and it's in my bedroom, and and you know, like all that. And today, I like didn't even put like regular clothes on like I have pajamas on all day like who does this like (laughs) like I I need to get back I had a routine before and I think the routine really helped and for the past like couple of weeks I haven't had a routine and I have been just in this weird funk like I don't want to like I'm not motivated whatsoever like if you get productive out of me like you should categorize that as a win as a full win because it doesn't happen often I know it's really it's what's weird to me is like it's hard to be creative right now for some reason you know you you would think that like you know you have all this alone time in the evenings when you're not working to be creative in the weekends because you're not going anywhere but like you just it has the opposite effect it's like numbing the complete opposite it's my creative (sighs) juice I think I had in my body has now like gone it's gone it's right it's not there anymore I I you know I I share so I think I mentioned this before but I'm a sorority advisor um, and we have recruitment coming up and <laughs> we have to make a video for like, not we, I don't have to make a video, but the girls have to make a video. And the other day I pitched to them this idea about recreating our founding in like a la drunk history minus the drunk part, obviously. Um, yeah. And there was silence like crickets. I'm like, that's as creative as, as it's going to get. So I, I can't help you. And I <laughs> In any way, shape, or form, because that was that was the height of where that was going, and and we're yeah done. we're done now, and they're just like oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also only 29 years old, and these girls look at me like I'm ancient. Like you would think I'm 99 wow. years old compared to, and I'm I, I'm, not, I'm I told him I'm not even 30 yet. Can you at least give me that? Right. Like yes, shit, I had Instagram before you did. Back off. Stephanie, like, come on. No, none of them are. You know, I'm not going to say any of their names. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, yeah. I know. They already think I'm weird, so I lean into it. It's okay. I lean into it. I enjoy it. I know. Embrace the weirdness. I do. I definitely do. Sometimes I, yeah. I amp it up a little bit with them just to see, like, how far I can get before they look at me like you need to get away from me right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know. Speaking of weirdness. I love weirdness. I have a story for you oh, today. Hit me with it. Okay. I've, I made a title for it. Oh. <laughs> okay. The title is Jane Mansfield's Head. Uh, okay. All right. Are you ready? I maybe. Uh, you know, you know. Do you have any idea of what I might be talking about? Um, I know who Jane Mansfield is. I know what okay. happened to her, and I okay. know that I'm obsessed with her child. Right. Okay. We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. So when I was in high school or around about there, like maybe I was a little bit younger, right. there was a punk band called Jane Mansfield's Head. As naturally right yeah and i was always intrigued by punk band names because they're awesome so like it's like on parks and rec (laughs) (laughs) he makes makes the band names mouse rat obviously was the best one so that's on his checklist but right where i grew up we had a band called the vomit spots which is great 
Um, and then there's, of course, <laughs> the dead Kennedys, the buttholes. Yeah. Did, did I hear, have I heard from them because of you? Probably. I don't Maybe. Think, I don't think I've know. know that in, in my general life. No, I love the dead Kennedys. And, you know, there's the dead milkman. There's a lot of dead things. And naturally. Yeah. The butthole surfers, you know, all the classic. (laughs) I have so many questions. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I heard of this punk band. I was like, what? Who's Jane Mansfield? You know, what happened? And the rumor. Did you ask who Jane Mansfield was? I was 13, yes. Okay, okay, okay. I'll give you that. If you were 13, I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay. So the rumor that I heard that she had, she was, she died in a car accident just outside of New Orleans. Right. And then I her decapitated by the truck that her convertible slid under. Yeah. Or that a scarf that she was wearing around her neck at the time got caught in the truck and aided in her oh, losing man. her head. Ugh. I've never really looked into it. So I I don't know if I've heard either of those things. Like, I, yeah. don't, I don't know if I knew that. Was she decapitated? Well, we're going to go. We're going to deep dive. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't even know the answer to that question. So. This is where we're going today. So, um, you know, because I was, you know. I, I later found out what actually happened, but at the time I was like, what happened? Like, what? Like, crazy. Okay. Right. So for those who don't know, Jane Mansfield was born Vera Jane Palmer in 1933 in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. Uh, she spent her childhood in New Jersey um, where her father was a, a lawyer and he went, he died in 1936 and her mother remarried um, a sales engineer and they moved to Dallas. So she grew up mostly in Dallas, Texas, cool. where she was known as Vera Jane Pierce. Um, she knew she always wanted to be a Hollywood star. She looked up to Shirley Temple and some of the child actors of the time. So she took ballroom dance lessons. She took violin, piano, viola. Oh, wow. I didn't know she, I didn't know she was that like, Mm -hmm. you know, me neither. I mean, when you learn more about, when you know about what she did in Hollywood, you wouldn't really think that they required um, extra skills like that. Exactly. We're going to get into that. So um, she also studied Spanish and German and she got really good, good grades in math. So, you know, she was a good scholar. Like she took her studies. Yeah. Um, she got married at the age of 17 to Paul Mansfield Mm -hmm. in 1950. So she studied acting at Southern Methodist University, um, and did one semester at UCLA, like a, like a summer school type thing, just for extra credit. Like she didn't move to LA or anything, just took a class. Um, they then moved to Austin where she studied drama at the University of Texas at Austin. So I, I didn't realize that she had any training as an actor at all. Yeah, like, I had no yeah. idea she was that accomplished at all. Right. I'm exactly. mad at myself for that because she's awesome, but I didn't yeah. think she was that awesome. I had no idea either. Um, and hardworking. So while she was at school, she worked as a nude art model. She sold books. Yeah. She's so, so she's comfortable in her body. We can just put that out there. <laughs> she sold books door to door and worked as a receptionist at a dance studio. So she had a lot of jobs. She was always working. Um, she entered beauty contests because that was kind of a thing that you did, I think, right. to get attention right. at that time. So she won Miss Photo Flash. Oh, fancy. Miss, mm-hmm, Miss Magnesium Lamp. Not, not um, as, not as fancy, um, <laughs> not as, not as cute. Miss Fire Prevention Week, obviously, the coveted, yeah. one. Oh, um, that's the coveted one, obviously. Yeah, she said the only title she refused was Miss Roquefort Cheese because it didn't sound right. Oh, that one, that was her limit. That was the one she was like, yeah. no, <laughs> no, right. But then later also rejected Miss Prime Rib. 
1957. See, I feel like Miss Prime Rib, though. Everybody loves a good prime rib. Yeah, I know. Like, if you're a meat eater, like, I would assume that all your prize is that you get free Yeah, you get free steak and shit. Yeah, that's good. Steak and shit is my punk rock band name, by the way. Uh, (laughs) I love it. uh, That's great. (laughs) But, yeah, I, I feel like that one i mean i get the yeah. one because like that's you know cheese can be stinky so you don't want to like be created with anything stinky it, yeah it's stinky but, but like it doesn't tasty. love a good a good prime rib sure I don't know. okay that was a mistake jane mistake yeah you went wrong <laughs> so she she gets her first screen test at paramount studios in 1954 so she moves there and once again Gets a variety of odd jobs, mm-hmm. including selling popcorn at a theater, teaching dance, selling candy at a movie theater, modeling part time for a real model, not like art model. No. <laughs> <laughs> and she was a photographer at something called Esther Williams Trails Restaurant. So apparently, Esther Williams had a chain of restaurants <laughs> at one point. There was a theme that needed a photographer to capture the theme <laughs> exactly um i think that was like you know remember they would well like you see in all movies where they're like can we take your picture it looks like you're celebrating something yeah i guess so that happens yeah 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 okay so she later went on to earn a lot of roles in film theater and television mm-hmm. She was also a singer and a nightclub entertainer, as well as one of the first Playboy Playmates. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you who don't know, she was like this bombshell, sexy. Yes. Like Marilyn Monroe beyond. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She was like, and, she, yeah, she was like around the, the, the Marilyn Monroe, Sophia Loren, the, mm-hmm. that kind of like time. But like, I personally think that she well now that I know she was way more talented than anyone around uh, yeah like and educated and all of this kind of stuff like had no idea but I always thought that she seemed so fun and so nice and like and she was always I think prettier than what they gave her credit for like they I think so too yeah yeah you know unfortunately the roles that she got were for dumb blondes right. and so I think that she was, uh, people assumed that she was a dumb blonde, you know? Yeah, definitely. Which is why, yeah. And that's why I I mentioned earlier, like what she does in Hollywood, you wouldn't have thought that she had all of these talents, could speak different languages, went to college, like did all of these things because it's like the Marilyn Monroe syndrome. They just like put you in, if you're blonde, they put you in as a dumb blonde. That is your thing. And you know, that's kind of what you're stuck with for the rest of your career, essentially. Exactly. Um, another thing that she was known for was her well-publicized publicity stunts. Mm-hmm. Most of these were wardrobe malfunctions. Yes. So sometimes her top <laughs> would pop off accidentally, quote unquote, her dress would fall down. Oops. Oh, <laughs> we get up that just happened. Exactly. So <laughs> there's a famous photo of her uh, that I think that you're familiar I with. Love, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I'm obsessed with this photo. Yeah, it's her and Sophia Loren, <laughs> and <laughs> it's a very precarious uh, décolleté situation. That's Let's- such a nice and dainty way to put it. Basically, so- Sophia Loren's looking at her like this, bitch, and Jane Mansfield's sitting there with her boobies all out. Like, hi, hey, hey, hey. hey. And if Lokes could kill, Sophia Loren would have murdered her right then and there. So much side eye. So much side eye. It is the. Not even side eye, just like glaring at her. Glare, yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not even subtle. It's not subtle at all. It's, it's, it's a very (laughs) obvious side eye. And it also looks like Jane Mansfield couldn't give less of a fuck. 
exactly. could not she's care less. Care. She's like, bring it, girl. You're just making this picture better. Thank you. She was having a good time. She was killing it. She was crushing. Yeah. It was, yeah. It's so great. <laughs> well, that was also, I love that too, because Sophia Loren had the problem where she was this bombshell kind of person. And then she started to get older and she still yeah. had to be like the bombshell. But then the Jane Mansfields and the, the uh, Marilyn Monroe's and all of them started to come up more. And she, as she got older, it was like, she, yeah, I, they kind of put, they pushed her out, I think a little too soon. So maybe she was well, probably like, you're taking the spotlight away from me, you bitch. Yeah. And <laughs> Sophia wasn't willing to do the kind of like risque no. things that, right the others did right you know and and at that time that's kind of yeah that's what she did that's what that's how those ladies got ahead and good for them you know yeah we're you know use what you media man you know Um, if you have the curves and you're hell yeah if i look like that i would walk around naked i'd be Mm -hmm. like everyone's just dealing with it (laughs) because i look freaking amazing Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> it was in fact um, the first post. Why it's post silent was there? I don't know. We'll get to that. But she was the first post silent movie film actress to have a nude scene, so she was topless. But I'm like, yeah. what happens? Was there a silent movie where someone? I don't know. Unless it was like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think so. You know, I, I, silent movies were being like risque. Well, maybe they just meant like, like the first talkie that had boobies out. Yeah. So <laughs> she has that on her resume. There you um, go. <laughs> she was married and divorced three times. Yes. When she had five children. Which is a lot, actually. And we're going to get to the, the famous one in a minute. Uh, uh, I love my life. Love <laughs> she, her. <laughs> she was allegedly intimate with numerous famous people, including Robert and John F. Kennedy. I mean, I mean, obviously. Well, John, JFK was, was right. a lot of people, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, her attorney, Samuel Brody, was uh, supposedly a a compatriot of hers and Las Vegas entertainer Nelson Sardelli. So I don't know who that is, but uh, not a whatever. Not as yeah. So despite her popularity, like people loved her and the paparazzi obviously couldn't wait to take her picture because who knew if her top was gonna fall <laughs> off any moment. Um she ran out of film roles after around 1959. Um She was unable to fulfill a contract with Fox Studios because uh, she kept getting pregnant, basically. And they stopped seeing her as Hollywood star material. Yeah. So they released her. So, but that's, and, you know, that's unfortunately what happens to women. Yeah. And mothers in Hollywood. Yeah. For some reason, people think once you pop out a kid, you're no longer attractive. Right. At least they, well, they still essentially you know ageism is definitely a thing in hollywood now um i think we're slowly but surely getting better at that thanks to like kate blanchett and mm-hmm. uh, um oh my god i just the lady from titanic why am i forgetting her name oh um kate winslet thank you i was i just had i mean you you heard it it the brain fart happened just right there <laughs> <laughs> but you know thanks to like you know people like that i think we're getting we're getting better but back then it was like you popped out a kid and you were damaged goods right oh you have a child and then to have more than one child like one child they can kind of you know like judy garland kind of put liza minnelli you know made her a little star next to her kind of right right the mother kind of that was a little yeah that's mother daughter situation was a bit fraught as well so yeah that's a whole that's Uh, a whole nother podcast yeah (laughs) so um so she had a daughter with her first husband that was paul that she married back in texas right and then she had three children from her second marriage which was to actor and bodybuilder mickey hargitay yeah 
one of which is Mariska Hargitay, who, as we all know, is on Law and Order. Her name is Olivia Benson. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Her name is Olivia Benson, and it is nothing else. No, I'm obsessed with her. She will always be Olivia Benson. Always. She Uh, has to keep that show going for the next 20 years if she wants to continue working, because I will never be able to see her in any other role. Ever. Well, you can't now, no. I mean, it's so iconic. It's been for over 20 years. It's iconic, yeah. Yeah, I feel like you can't. Yeah. You just can't. And then she had a son with her third husband, uh, which was film director Matt Simber, I guess you say his name is. It's C-I-M-B-E-R. I don't know. Simber? Yeah, that's under right. Um, Let's see. So also, um, I thought this was funny. Some of her nicknames were the Cleavage Queen. <laughs> I would prefer Miss Crime Rib. But <laughs> <laughs> and the Queen of Sex and Bosom. Okay. So um, it was said that her bosom <laughs> was kind of the prototype of what would be the bullet bra. Oh, yeah. Okay. I yeah. see that. I get it. But I, and this is the part that I really wanted to read to you. Um, uh, there were other designs. We all know what the bullet bra looks like. So they're pointy and, you know, out there. Yeah, it's um, It's it's actually horrible that any yeah, woman like, has that. You could really, like, put somebody's eye out with that stuff. Really? So. You could I mean, scratch yourself. I know. Then I can't. But some of the other designs were called the Whirlpool bra. Awesome. <laughs> I can't. I I want to put that on right now. Cuties, of course. Fucking men. You know, men came up with <laughs> with all of these names. The shutter bra. The know. shutter bra. <laughs> it did. Did it open and close? <laughs> like, what was the shutter part? I don't know. The action bra. I guess that's a sports bra. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They did their calisthenics. And latex pads, I guess, that gave you a little like oomph in there if you didn't if you didn't have it. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> I just thought the world torture device. The, the world. World. <laughs> What's that mean? Well, I don't even I don't know if I wanna know. I don't think <laughs> no. Because I'm trying to think like the bullet bra, like you got it's it was like pointy, like it can't yeah. like I get it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. what what a world like all I can think of when I think of of whirlpool is an actual whirlpool or like a whirlpool machine. I don't know. <laughs> what could what could that possibly look like? No idea. Does it spin? Does it spin? Is there's there, are there's there colors involved? I don't know. Yeah. Is it is it like a sideshow? Like a <laughs> for entertainment value? I don't know. We'll have to look that up later. <laughs> I have to I can give that a goog later. <laughs> okay, but let's get to why we're all here today. <laughs> okay, so apparently during the span of a year, 1966 to 1967, mm-hmm. Jane Mansfield and her attorney and companion, uh, Samuel Brody, survived seven car crashes. Oh, fuck that. First of all, what were they doing? Like, what is that? What? Seven? Well, like drink and drive back then? That was probably. Yeah. Seven in one year? That's a lot. And then. Okay, came... You're doing something wrong. Or like, yeah. Papa is coming at you for something. Right. And then came the eight crash. And that's what we're going to talk about. So. In 1967, Jane Mansfield was in Biloxi for an appearance at the Gus Stevens Supper Club. Okay. So after two appearances in one night, she probably had an early show and a late show. Mm -hmm. Um, Jane Mansfield, Sam Brody, their driver, Ronnie Harrison, who was 20, and three of her children, which is Miklos, Zoltan, and Mariska. All aces of names didn't know like zoltan what that's about isn't they it piled- zoltar isn't that a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's isn't from that big. A, like an alien thing that's from big that's yeah the, 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's the yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, is it an alien? It, it sounds like alien, but it's the yeah. little machine guy. Yeah. Right. So there's Jane and Sam, the driver, and three of the children in the back seat. They left Biloxi after midnight in a 1966 Buick Electra. Okay. They were driving to New Orleans, and back then there was no twin span, there was no causeway, there was just Highway 90. And if you know that, it goes, that's what's called Beach Boulevard or whatever in, in southern Mississippi, and it goes all the way through yeah, to New Orleans. Around, yeah. 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 Um, so she was scheduled to appear on the midday show on WDSU the next day. So that's why they were, they just drove straight through the night. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. So about 2.25 on Highway 90, west of the Wrigley's Bridge, the Buick crashed at a high speed into the rear of a tractor trailer. Ugh. Mm -hmm. The area of road they were driving on bet between Slidell and New Orleans was known to be a dangerous area. Mm -hmm. Old Chef Mentor Highway, or Highway 90, is a narrow, winding road between Lake Pontchartrain and the Wrigley's. One curve is called Dead Man's Curve because of the danger it could pose, even to careful drivers, due to darkness and fog. So it's real swampy, and it's the lake. So um, the police also estimated that the driver was going to 80 miles an hour Jesus. on that and, you know, this is in the middle of the swamp. There are no lights. And it's pitch oh, black. Yeah. Super dark, windy road. Um, but even worse, um, there was a mosquito fogger truck that oh, was. Okay. Yeah. So the mosquito fog fogger truck was in the distance. And then there was the tractor trailer truck. Mm -hmm. and the tractor trailer slowed down because it, he couldn't see. Mm. So as their car drove down Highway 90, um, the driver was trying, the semi-trailer dr driver was trying to turn off the road when Jane's car rammed right into the back of it. Oh, my God. All of the children survived. They were asleep. Um, all they had were some cuts and bruises and uh, minor fractures. Right. Sam, Ronnie the driver, Jane, and her pet Chihuahua were all killed instantly. Not the Chihuahua. No. Oh, that breaks my heart. No. Oh, Hugo, close your ears. Close your ears. <laughs> Don't listen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the driver of the tractor trailer told police that he stopped the truck and ran to the car, which was wedged underneath it, and got the children out. Oh, my God. Um, he also pulled Jane out because he was afraid that everything would catch on fire. Yeah. He could not, yeah. He couldn't get the other two, uh, the driver and her lawyer boyfriend, out because they were he just couldn't get to them. So, um the Times Picayune printed the story on June 30th with a grainy picture of the wreck with the caption, Twisted Metal is all that is left of the automobile. Um, so she was 34. So she was super young. Aww. Yeah. So, but reports that she was decapitated are not true. Oh, okay. Um, she did suffer severe head trauma. Um, and what happened was the police took all these pictures, obviously, in their investigation. Um, and the police photographs show the car with the top of the car sheared off. Like, just cut. that's why I always thought it was a convertible. But no, it became a convertible. It became a you convertible, know? yeah, because they, like, slid under the, the truck. Right. And that's why the kids were fine, because they were asleep. So lying down. So they were laying down. Oh, right. Right. Um, and there was a blonde mass of hair that was tangled in the windshield, but it was a wig that she was wearing. Yeah, I'm like, I bet that bitch had a wig on. Like, that's yeah. how she was decapitated because she had a wig. Right. So everyone thought that was her, the top of her head, but it wasn't. It was just a wig. Oh. Yeah. According to the police report, the upper portion of her head was severed, like, like the, like scalped. Yeah. Right. Like just a little bit. 
but it wasn't like she was cut off at the neck. Right. Right. She just had, she had damage to her face and her head. Yeah. Which probably slammed into, well, the truck probably when she slid under, but I'm sure when they first hit, she probably slammed into the windshield. Of course. Yeah. Because nobody wore seatbelts back then. So. Oh, no, 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 no. They they didn't even have them. That's why Lucille had, Lucille trained me to do the soccer mom arm. If you're ever in the car with me, I will soccer mom arm you. Because Lucille did that to me all the time because she had six fucking kids and had to all who were standing up and roaming all around the car while they were driving. So she had to protect them whenever right. they stopped. So she soccer mom armed them. Right. Um, but it said that although gruesome, it was a very quick death. She probably had an instant moment of, oh my gosh, we're about to be in a car crash. And that was it. Oh, so, that's, I hope that's true because yeah. that's really sucks yeah after her death um the national like what is it safety whatever i don't know required i don't know what that htsa i don't know what that is national highway traffic safety probably that that sounds right to me let's go with it yeah okay they recommended um an under ride gar which is a a bar of steel tubing on the back of the trailer so that if you impact the back of the truck, you're not going to go sliding under the truck. Oh, yeah. And it's still sometimes known as a Mansfield bar. Oh. Yes. So they named it. Yeah. According to an article in Where Yet a few years ago, um, the car itself became a tragic trophy. So it was first towed to a wrecking yard in New Orleans East, mm-hmm. but the guy that owned that refused to keep it because he thought it was bad luck. So he had the police take it away. I mean, same. same. Um, yeah, probably a good idea, homie. Yeah. Um, it was then shown off as a sideshow piece uh, by some people who bought it. Um, uh, it. Yeah, it was placed on like a flatbed truck and driven from town to town where people would pay to look at this, like, smashed up. Oh, come on, man. Blood-stained upholstery car. People are so gross. I know, which is terrible. So nasty. It later ended up, um, of course, in Florida. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) At some at a history museum in 1999. Oh, is that what they call it? History museum. Got it. Yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know why Florida. Like, why is this car has nothing to do with Florida? No, at all. I mean, you know, where good things go to die anyway. So, yeah. And then uh, that museum closed down, thankfully, and it was sold to a private owner. And the private owner has sold pieces of it to collectors all over the place, which is gross. So weird. It's gross. I hate that. I don't Um, like anything about that. Yeah. They caught it. This is also from the Where Yet article. I'm just going to read this because it's crazy. The car isn't the only piece of the crash that made it into museums. Oh, no. Presumably, the chihuahua that died in the crash. No. Was willed to Jane's friend and Church of Satan founder, Anton LaVey. No. And it was said that he had the dog stuffed no. and stitched together and is on display at the Museum of Death in California, along with serial killer John Wayne Gacy's clown art and artifacts from the Heaven's Gate cult mass suicide. Oh, oh no, that is not, <laughs> that is, oh, I hate everything about that. <laughs> That's the worst part of the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, a New I York. Hate I hate it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a moment. Oh God. So, a New York Times interview with Jim Roberts, who was her undertaker, um, said that her head was as attached as much as mine is. Um, he said that he had collected pictures of her before and was a huge fan of hers, and he worked all night trying to make her pretty again for her funeral. Aww. He said she had lots of makeup with her and he used it all. So, yeah. Yeah. Good for you, Jim. Jim was his name? Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. 
Um, another rumor is that the reason that she died so young was due to a curse connected to the International Church of Satan. Naturally. <laughs> with Anton LaVey. Um, apparently, LaVey said uh, it was worked upon her by a consort. I'm not sure what that means. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the fuck that means either. I don't know what that means. Another version says LaVey um, was mad at her boyfriend, Sam Brody, because he was disruptive during church services. Um, Wait, so she's saying that she was part of the Church of Satan? She was making a movie at the time, oh. and it was connected to Anton LaVey. And so I think that she was there trying to get to do research and stuff. So she was not a part of the Church of Satan, okay. but was, was like, there. What the fu- Wait, but how did, how, but, but he's the one that got the Chihuahua. Right. He, they were friends. Oh, she became okay. Friends. I was like, hold up. Okay. I've now, I put it together. I'm here. I'm on the same page. Yeah. I'm, I'm reading the same book. I'm here now. Yeah. Sorry. Though <clears throat> it became, so the Church of Satan was founded in 1966 and it kind of became this, um, like funny, like a lot of celebrities thought it was kind of funny for a while. And I think she was making a movie and it was funny to be friends with Anton LaVey. Yeah. And um, apparently her boyfriend, Anton, Anton LaVey did not like her boyfriend. Got it. And there was a curse. Okay. So, but apparently the curse was on her boyfriend, but she was in the car with him when the curse happened came into a I mean played out I don't know you know what I mean (laughs) it didn't work well I feel like they gotta get their curses better they got who's doing be more specific you gotta be more specific here right so Jane Mansfield is buried in Pennsylvania uh with her family in a family plot under a heart tombstone um and at the site of the crash which I've actually been to that area before because it's just outside of Slidell. And that's where, like, do you know those, what is it? Um, one of the swamp tours? Uh, um, uh, uh, yes. I know what one you're talking about and I can't yeah. think of it right now, but yes. It's, it's, it, that's where you go to have one of the swamp tours. But there's a cross there uh, at the spot of the, the rash. I'm surprised it's only uh, a cross and somebody didn't, like, do something. Yeah, I guess it's been not too so long now that people have forgotten about it, kind of. Yeah, because you know we extra, you know we we would have done something. Oh yeah, especially with a character like her. Yeah, she fit right in with our people. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. she fit right fucking in. So that's the the truth behind Jane Mansfield head. Well, they gotta rethink their their name. Part of Jane Mansfield's head. What, what about that? The wig, the wig from the wig from Jane Mansfield's head. <laughs> Jane, Man, Jane Mansfield's head wig. There you go. There you go. That's it. Head wig and the angry Jane Mansfield. <laughs> Jane Mansfield and the angry Chihuahua. Right. So I guess the moral here is be careful when you're driving it through the swamp. And don't do anything with the Church of Satan. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like that last one's a given, but <laughs> just. Yeah, they're, they're harmless. Oh, yeah. Sounds like it. Also, I love that these thought that was funny. Like, yes, my idea of funny is the Church of Satan. That's my kind of humor. Right. That's definitely that. Oh, belly laughs uncontrollably for on that one. Yeah. so and i don't know you can go see her chihuahua i don't want to that's gonna make me so sad me too so sad i can't i can't do it i can't like and why honestly like okay a horrible crash just happened three people have died there are children and you're going to scoop up this poor little dog and like save its remains and give it to some, what, you know I, what I mean? Yeah. Oh. I, I don't, I don't understand people that think like that. Um, yeah. That's just not, 
I mean, my brain doesn't operate like that. So maybe I just don't get it. But my first thought of seeing a crash where three people have died would not be, let me take the car and put it on a truck and go sideshow it around the country. And I'm going to also take her chihuahua, stuff it, and put it in a museum in California. Like, those are just not right where my brain goes um with right <laughs> right it's like, i don't know people suck yeah people so. suck yeah so anyway there you go there you go i learned some new things man about someone i thought you know i knew a lot about i will say that Mariska Hargitay, I think, now that she's older and only like mm-hmm. sometimes gets asked about her mom has she started posting about her more like on her social media um because obviously i'm you know her number one instagram fan um but she like posts about her more on social media and stuff and she posts like these adorable pictures and she looks just like her it's insane yeah it is insanity if she dyed her hair she blonde she would look mm-hmm. like her. it would be so crazy um yeah I think does she have I didn't know she had that many siblings either. I Yeah. I, I thought she had one other one, but I thought it was like just her essentially. Yeah. What was up with people getting married so many times back then too? It's like I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of got the feeling that Jane Mansfield was very um I mean she just you know, she loved people yeah. and I fell in love easily. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. Let's get married and like got caught up in the moment. Like she just kind of was yeah. a romantic, you know? Yeah. Her, her situation seems a lot less tragic than like the Elizabeth Taylor eight marriages and, um, yeah. Bro, like five. <laughs> yeah. Four, so technically less- she married the same person twice. Right. It seems less like there was like domestic, yeah, um, and had more problem. like yeah, she had problems. I'm not in love with you anymore. I'm in love with this pretty boy over here. Right. <laughs> we're together, and I know like, she like she pretty could. shiny things. <laughs> I could be totally wrong. I don't know, but no, like, just surprisingly, cool. we don't. We actually know her, so yeah. But she seems like a romantic yeah. and loves like yeah, you know all that kind of stuff. So I do love though that she had three children with the bodybuilder guy the hard guy because that guy (laughs) if you've seen pictures of that guy he looks hilarious like he looks like he always has this big gooberish looking smile on his face yeah it's so funny when you see pictures of him and he's not big like how you think bodybuilders are now oh no like he he isn't that i mean he he you know he's probably like yeah. Schwarzenegger size but even that is like kind yeah. of small for now because now we have that what's the guy's name the mountain from um oh yeah Rome, who's like the strongest man in the world or whatever yeah. yeah like we have people like that he was not that big but he has this like just like shit-eating grin all the time on his face and it's mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks so fun I mean also I could be wrong he could be a horrible person but he looks delightful yeah I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. And the two of them made one of the greatest people ever born. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because without the two of them, we wouldn't have Law and Order SBU. No, it would never have happened. No, it may have happened, but it never would have survived without Olivia Benson. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, there you go. Hey, Jane Mansell's head, man. You got to change your, got to change your name. We came up with a couple of good ones. So think about it. If you need any more, shoot us an email. Um, We'll help you out with that. If you need to, if you want a rebranding, we'll help with that too. Um, You know, we'll (laughs) workshop some ideas for that. Uh (laughs) Right. (laughs) But but yeah, well, cool. I love, I didn't know those things. I knew she died around here. But I didn't know right. all of those other details and stuff. And now I, yeah. I feel like I need to go watch all of her movies again. I know. She's fabulous. She's so fabulous. I'm yeah. going to definitely post that. So if you're listening to this, the day this comes out, I will post the Sophia Loren oh God, yes. side-eye photo. It's the best. 
on our Instagram and Facebook pages because it is so funny. And it's, it is it's, so I, I kind of want it like framed. Like I want I it somewhere. I wish that like, well, is Sophia Loren still alive? I wish that they were, both, oh, I don't know. I think, so. I think I'm not really sure. I don't keep tabs on Sophia Loren, but um, yeah. I would like, I would <laughs> like, that is the picture I would bring to like get an autograph something like, Oh my god! I feel like can you please? Stop? You would be so pissed. <laughs> oh my god! I'd be like, this is the greatest <laughs> picture ever taken. Could you please? So, it's the best picture. It's so good. <laughs> it is. She'd probably <laughs> kick me out. She might slap me. She's Italian, so she. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. She might yeah. like hit me in some way, shape, or form. But uh, <laughs> it would probably yeah. be worth it, though. It would totally be worth it. <laughs> also, then you'd have a story with it. Exactly. It. Then I could tell everybody that Sophia Loren slapped me. Slapped me in my face. <laughs> Why do you yeah. do that? You don't need to know. <laughs> right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, so like I said, Jane Mansfield, Ted, or whoever else can email us at bigeasyspirits at gmail.com. We're happy to workshop with you on, on a new name and brand. Any punk bands out there need some name ideas? Oh, oh, I come up with those daily. We can help you daily. I mean, I think probably, probably four times a week, I either say like that's my drag queen name or that's my my band name. Yeah. What did I say earlier? What's my band name? Uh, Prime Ribs something. No, it was like something and shit. Oh Uh, no. Uh, Rogue for ease. I don't know. I don't know. I don't see. It wasn't on to the next one. It wasn't. It didn't land. It didn't stick with me. So yeah, on to the next one. Oh well. But yeah. So find us at bigeasyspiritspodcast.com at bigeasyspirits on Facebook and Instagram. Email us at bigeasyspirits at gmail.com. You can find Ashley and I on Instagram. All the things. Let us know. We want to hear from you. We need more listeners other than Katie and my mom. <laughs> and Owen, who's always playing video games in the background of Ashley's recording. <laughs> <laughs> Who listens to it, whether he likes it or not. Uh, <laughs> we need not forced listeners. Um, yes. <laughs> so let us know if you're a not forced listener. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, well, here's to Jane Mansfield. And on that note, cheers. Cheers.